0: Are you guys excited to be here? Yes! I am too. Man, I just love coming to church. I love seeing all of your beautiful faces. I love being in the presence of our holy God who loves us. And today we're going to do a lot of really cool, really great things. So I'm excited for you guys to be a part of it. So just hang tight and celebrate with us. So yes, we're going to start off with baby dedication and child dedication so i'm so excited for that so i'm going to say a few things and now i'm going to invite the families up so just sit tight for a minute so joshua speaking to the tribes of israel stated that they have a choice as to whom they serve they could choose to serve the god of their ancestors the one true and living god or they could choose to serve false gods after he gives the people of israel these two options Joshua proclaims in Joshua 24:15, "But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." We are faced with the same questions in reality. We can choose to be engulfed by the sin and temptations of this world, or we can choose to serve the one and only true God. Raising a child in this day and age with the chaos, uncertainty, destruction and overarching evil that seems to become more and more prevalent with each passing day choosing as Joshua did to serve the Lord is more important than ever Deuteronomy 6 teaches us that God has given parents the primary responsibility for the spiritual training of their children this comes with great responsibility parents are given the gift of a child and with the help of our Lord and Savior are asked to do the following Strive to raise their children in the nurturing and abdomination of the Lord. Be careful in their own conduct to live as Christian believers and as wholesome examples for, to their children. Be in constant prayer for their child. Teach to avoid all evil habits and influences and to turn their mind to scripture and, to feet, into, and their feet to the house of God. Yes, this is a great responsibility, but as parents... We are not alone. We learn through examples in scripture from Mary, Hannah, Elkanah, and his wife, the importance of dedicating our children to the Lord. With the Lord's help and guidance, we can accomplish all that God has asked of us. Today, we have a group of parents who understand the importance of dedicating their children to the Lord. With the Doughty family, Maynard family, UD family, Parsons family, Ackers family, and Curry family, Please join me on the stage now. And as they're coming up, as a church family, this is where you go, ooh, ah, you're so cute. So look at all these awesome families. Come up on stage. You can line up right over here. Look at these wonderful families. Come on, move down this way, Parsons. Come on, make some room. As Pastor Allen, squeeze in. We're all one big happy family here. Yes. So all these families, they get it. They understand the importance of bringing their children to dedicate them to the Lord. So we are so excited that you are here. So I'm going to turn the mic now so I can actually talk to you all. You guys ready? Thank you. Hi, Maeve. She's ready. Look at her. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Naomi. All right. So parents, are you guys ready? Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah. Good. (laughs) So you stand here today before your congregation of fellow believers, ready to dedicate your children to the Lord. This is not just another day or another celebration This is not just something you are doing to check your Christian duty, to check your box of your Christian duty. The act of dedication takes great responsibility on your part as parents. You have been blessed with the gift of a children or children from God. These precious gifts will look to you for guidance. They will look to you for direction. How you treat each other in your relationship sets a standard for your children. How you treat your children will play a great role in their growth and development. Your dedication and commitment to your individual relationship and walk with the Lord can be life-changing for your child. Raising your child in the fear and the abdimension of the Lord will point them towards the one who can truly make a difference in their lives and impact their hearts, souls, and minds like no other. We are gathered here today in order that these children may be presented before the Lord and this congregation we rejoice with these parents in welcoming these precious gifts which have come from our heavenly father who breathes life into all <laughs> these parents have brought their children before their church and family to acknowledge that they are given them as a sacrifice sacred trust from god since the scriptures teach the importance of obedience and guidance within the christian family we are certain of god's approval upon the act of dedication all right now it's your turn you guys ready You guys have your speeches all set, right? All right, so we're just going to go down the line and they're going to give a speech of why they think this is important. I'm just kidding. All right, so if you could just say we do after I ask the question. (laughs) Bye, Naomi. All right, so parents, do you accept this awesome and serious responsibility with which God has entrusted you in the life of your child? If so, answer we do. Do you promise to pray for your child's growth in knowledge of God and in spiritual truth? If so, answer, we do. Do Do you promise to train your child in body, mind, and soul for service to and fellowship with God and his church? If so, answer, we we do. Yay. Are you sure? Anybody want to back out? No? All right, good. All right, now to the congregation. It's your turn. We present these precious, precious gifts. You too have a part in the development of their growth as a family. You are needed to provide prayer support, assist in Bible teaching, share in fellowship, provide opportunities which these parents and their children may enter into the fullness of the Christian life and experience. So congregation, I now ask you, Do you promise to do all in your power to assist these parents in showing their children true godliness by living lives which model the christian spirit and do you promise to assist the parents in every way to bring this these children to a place where he or she can choose christ as their personal lord and savior when they are ready if so please answer we do do. yay that is so exciting so Bentley, Cam, Amelia, Levi, Grayson, Maeve, and Michaela, based on the confession of your loving parents made before God and this wonderful congregation of fellow believers, I now, with great joy, bring Naomi back on stage. I now, with great joy, in the name of God, and the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, dedicate your beautiful children to the Lord, amen. So at this time, kind of like the Lion King, if you could hold your kids up to God as I pray. I'm just kidding. Let's go ahead and pray a prayer of thanksgiving over these wonderful children and family. Dear Heavenly Father God, we are so thankful for the opportunity to be a part of this great celebration. God, my prayer for each of these parents represented here, God, that they understand the importance of what they're doing today, that they are on their knees each and every day before you, asking you for your guidance, asking you for your direction, not trying to do it on their own, God, but leaning on you. God, I do pray that when these kids are at the age where they get it and understand, Lord, that they have a foundation set in place where they can say yes to you, where they can give their lives over to you, understanding the importance. God, thanks for this wonderful day. We now dedicate these kids to you and your service and your great and precious name we pray. And all God's people said, amen. We have some gifts that Pastor Allen's going to give to you.
1: I know many of you are probably hearing all these children in here thinking, why are they not in class? I love it. It is good to be reminded of what church is really about. And yes, they may be a little noisy, maybe a little restless, but you were there once as a parent and as a child. So let's show some grace. And parents, you're doing a fantastic job. It is all good. It's not bothering me a bit. As long as you're not bothering me, then who cares about everybody else, right? I think it's fantastic. We're not going to do it every Sunday, though. But I think it's great. And it's a great reminder, a gentle reminder of we could always use extra help in the kids' wing, which, by the way, is almost done we got about two weeks left and it will be completely finished we are super excited about that before we get to the new members i have a wonderful surprise i would love to share with the church this morning are you ready for it i've been holding on as tightly as i can i've been letting it leak out every now and again because i am the worst secret keeper in the entire world however how many of you love our red carpet (laughs) a few of you do would you be upset if i told you That the week after Easter, it's going away and we're getting brand new carpet. (laughs) We had a family in our church who came to Charlie and I a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, have you ever thought about replacing the carpet? And I'm like, I can't even tell you how many times I've thought about replacing this carpet. Almost more than replacing... Yes, the chandeliers. And they said, get us a quote, we want to cover it. And so, your church will be... uh, We'll be having new carpet uh, down during spring break. Uh, The stage is going to look a little bit different. It's just going to look absolutely amazing. We are super excited about it. And this family is going to cover every dime of it for you. So, amen. I don't know if you've noticed, but our our cross has taken on a little bit different look. Uh, It's got a little bit different background, got uh, some backlighting to it. We had somebody uh, come in and volunteer their time and to build us a new cross, to take time to figure out the lighting, to put the rock work up. And so it's just cool stuff. We're just trying to make subtle changes that will update what we've got going on and to let you see that God's really on the move here. Now you're probably thinking... God's on the move because we have new rock work and a new cross. No, God's on the move because he's putting people in strategic places to say, hey, I can do that for you guys. I want to do that for the Lord. And so God is on the move because he's moving in people's hearts, giving them the opportunity to bless this church with their time, their talent, and their treasure. Speaking of that, we have, um, quite a few people who are anxiously waiting to join our church. And there are things that we ask of um, people that are joining our church, and it may seem like we're asking a lot, but actually what we are asking is, Um, for each member of our church to follow biblical principles that every Christian really should be following anyway. We're just asking you to make a verbal um, public commitment to the church that you're going to do that. The first thing that we just ask is that you will actively participate in the activities of the church. That doesn't mean you got to be at everything because I'm not going to be at everything, but we just want you to be actively participating somewhere uh, in this facility and in the events that we have going on. The second thing is that we're going to ask you to use your gifts that God has blessed you with. And if you don't know what those are, we'd be happy to help you figure and discover those, um, what those are and put you in strategic places. Now, it could be that you start serving somewhere and we kind of both get to the place of, no, this isn't the right seat on the bus. And lovingly, we'll come alongside you and say, hey, let's find you a different spot. Because sometimes we're not in the right seat on the bus. And that's okay. The third thing we're going to ask you to do is to strive to live a holy life. That just simply means that you study the scriptures, know the principles, and know how God expects us to live, and just do your best at trying to accomplish that. The next thing that we ask is that you um, have God-honoring Christian relationships. Now, many people would think that that may mean that I can't have relationships or friendships outside of the church. That's not what that means. In fact, we encourage you to do that. But what we encourage you to do is the ones that are going to lead you and guide you and give you the best wisdom are going to be, uh, be people of like-minded faith. And so we just ask you to, to have that. And then lastly, we just ask that you give it you your time, talent, and your treasure. Whatever God has blessed you with, whatever God is uh, um, encouraging you to use for the church, we just ask you to use that. And so here's my list. Let me call you up. As I call you up, if you'll just come on up and join me on the stage. Uh, do, is Miss Edeline Ed Archer here? Hopefully. Yes, she is. Yay. Alex Blazard, Laura-Jane Bowser, good morning dear, good morning sir, Susan Capana, no worries, Cindy Carter, Rachel Cronin. Diane Gearhart, which Miss Diane went through the class last year, but she was not able to be here, and so she is choosing to be here today to join with us. Rachel, Skylar, Luke, James, and Penelope Marco. Oh, James is out. See child wrangling. (laughs) I'm just gonna give you. Uh, Gina and Ryan Maynard, this is the first group of people that we've had a a, a trifecta. They are dedicating their children, joining the church and getting baptized today. So they get the special award, Denise McCurdy, Carol Neese, (laughs) you guys can scoot on down. Miss Rose Price. Miss This Carol. This is so exciting. Uh, Penelope and Joe, uh, Warren Sheridan. Paul and Verena Swalick. Joe and Dee Thomas. And last but not least, Miss Whitney Wagner. welcome. Now, what a crew! It's so exciting. So, this group has decided that this is the place that they want to be. This is the church they want to join. This is the place that they want to be used by God to serve. And so, as a church family, I just have to ask Um, do we accept these into our fold, and if so, please signify by saying, yes. Yes. Ooh, any naysayers? Good. Everybody likes you. They want you in. Awesome. All right, I'm going to come by and give a quick right hand of fellowship, because that's the fun way to do it, right, Joe? Glad you're here. You You guys can be excited too while I'm doing this, because it's going to take a little bit. Awesome, guys. Yay. Hey, thank you. What's up? No high fives? Fair enough. Awesome. Thank you so much. Amen. All right, you guys can have a seat. Now, if you are being baptized... If you're going to be baptized, we're going to move into that section of time uh, in just a moment. But we want to go ahead, if you're being baptized, call you on back. Ladies, you will enter right over here in my office. Men, you'll enter right over here in Tim's office. Tim's going to come and celebrate a little bit with you um, in Upward. And then we're going to get to our baptisms right after that.
0: Man, this is exciting. Whoa, my mic works. <laughs> it's on. It's <laughs> on. This is so exciting. I am really excited to have an opportunity to talk to you a little bit about upwards. So if you haven't noticed, there are a couple folks around here that have some upward gear. So if you have any upward gear on right now, can you stand up? Go ahead and stand up. Yes. Stand up. Let's go. Woo! We are so excited. You guys could go ahead and have a seat. We are so excited. I have an opportunity to just give you a little bit of background about Upward, and I'm so excited because some of you may be like, what's Upward? What does Upward have to do with me and all that good stuff? But let me let me tell you a little bit about it. So 15 years ago, God laid it on the heart of some folks here at Townsend Church to start the ministry of Upward. So Pastor Allen and I had an opportunity to go out to Ohio. We went to an Upward conference, and we had a great chance to see what Upward is all about. So we fell in love with the vision and the purpose of Upward. This is the vision of purpose right off their website, and this hasn't changed. It says for over 20 years, our purpose has remained the same. To use the power of sports to share the gospel and promote the discovery of Jesus in every community. Now, come on. If you can't get behind that, that is pretty sick and fantastic. That is amazing. So understanding what God teaches us throughout the scripture about being fishers of men and making disciples of all nations, we embarked upon this incredible journey to be a part of the Upward Ministry. 15 years later, with 13 seasons under our belt, we have a lot to celebrate. With the help of countless volunteers, we have facilitated a flag football and a basketball league with some cheerleading scattered in there um, for our surrounding communities. We have seen growth year over year. But before we get into that, let me tell you a little bit about what happens during the Upward season. So when these kids are involved in Upward, what they have an opportunity to do is to learn about Jesus in sport, which is so cool. So the coaches are equipped to teach their kids. They do devotions with their kids and pray with their kids at every single practice. They at, during game day, when we have families and all the kids in the gym or on the fields, we do devotions and we pray with each and every family before or after each and every game. This is an opportunity for us to evangelize, to teach people, to help people understand the importance of having a relationship with Christ. So this is the kind of stuff that happens. Our goal is to provide a sports experience where participants. Can you go ahead and there you go, thank you. Oh, psych. There you go. Where participants can learn mentally, athletically, socially, and spiritually. Now I think you guys would agree that there's a lot of different leagues throughout the area that you can get a lot the mental, athletic, and social part for sure. But what sets Upward aside is that we really hone in on the spiritual and that's what this league is about. We don't have the coaches screaming or cussing at the kids, most of them anyway, just kidding. We don't have coaches discouraging or putting down the kids. We are an encouraging, uplifting organization for these kids. So take a look at what's happened since the start of Upward. We started in 2009 flag football with 84 kids. As of last year, 242 participants through our Upward program. Of course, of course, there's some overlap with these kids, but think about the 2,136 opportunities that we had to speak to people about Jesus. That's awesome. Basketball. Look at these numbers. Basketball blew up 78 in the first year, 375 this past year, 375 kids. That's 2,852 opportunities to reach Jesus. So the number of participants, almost 5,000 over the course of 13 seasons, 5,000. Now, I used to be a banker, so I get excited about numbers, but 5,000. Now, if we take on average 5,000 kids, this is just kids, and let's say on average, they bring about three family members. That is 15,000 opportunities for us to speak Jesus. Come on, that's awesome. And you know what's so cool about this? God chose Townsend Church to facilitate this. That's cool. We get to be a part of what God's doing through Upward. So not only that, you know what's also cool about Upward? Participants, families, great. I love it. I love being a part of these. But we also have an opportunity to be a part of different locations. Look at all of these schools and locations that we are able to have a relationship with. Look at them all: Apple School District, Smyrna School District, other churches. We've actually even had basketball tryouts right here in the sanctuary. <laughs> I'm serious. <clears throat> Whatever needed to be done, we did it. So we moved all. We actually paid the kids to try to take out the chandeliers. Alan Alan paid the kids to take out the chandeliers. (laughs) So not only these locations, we've had some great community partners. We've had people donate to Upward. We've had an opportunity to speak to people about what Upward is about. They've gotten on board and donated. They donated light towers. They donated ice. They donated food. They're giving to this program because they see the necessity of having a wholesome, safe program for kids and families to be a part of. Look at this. This is a community outreach. This is a great opportunity to show Christ how through us and how we act. It's amazing. As you can see, I love Upward. All right. So not only that, we've had countless volunteers. Countless, 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 countless. We've had volunteers step up and planning registration eval setup breakdown concession coaching reffing mowing lining fields transporting equipment concession donations photography praying the list goes on and on and on and on about how this ministry has become a family ministry because of what you guys are doing i just want to recognize just a few people that over the past 14, 13 years have really impacted Upward. Lou Luke, each and every year steps up as a coach even though he, his kids may not be involved. Every year he steps up to coach. Every year he helps with setup, every year. Wade Morris, he has no affiliation outside of our church. He doesn't have any kids, he's 79 years old. Wade Morris gets up early and is at the gym with us at 6.30, 7 o'clock, setting up basketball every single season. Football, he's at the football field, same thing, every morning setting up. Why? Because he sees the importance of this. Kevin Vandervoort, who's probably out there, every season steps up, whether his kids involved or not. He sees the importance. We have a couple teens that have been doing this since they were younger, Ethan Hines and Tyler Sparrow. Now, I know they're the pastor's kids, But they don't ever gripe. They don't ever complain. They get up, they show up each and every season to serve. And that's huge. I obviously couldn't do this without Alan. You know Alan Hines? Have you guys met him before? Yeah. He's been a tremendous advocate for Upward. He has come alongside. He has helped in every single situation over the last years and been a big proponent. I also just want to give a big shout out to my wife, Brandi. If you guys could give her a round of applause. (laughs) She's pretty awesome. And she puts up with me, which makes her a saint. (laughs) But honestly, like this, I want to thank her and I also want to thank my family. Because 14 years of doing this, it's worse out, but it's been such a blessing. And they've walked alongside each and every one of us and you to make this a great ministry that it is. Yes. I wanna share two quick stories before I wanna to get to the point that is the most important. We have referees that we pay. They're high school referees, they're certified officials. This past season, one of the officials, Lou, saw the importance of what we're doing through Upward and he donated back the money that he made being an official. That's a big deal. That's the difference we're making. What we don't see sometimes is how God moves, but what you don't know maybe is what God did over at the fields right here on the side of church. We purchased land over there and we like did some excavating and God opened doors, that was incredible. We had, I think we, we calculated about 150 to $200,000 worth of dirt donated to level out those fields. That's God, that's not anything that we're doing, that's all God showing up so all these numbers are great it's really awesome but there's one number that I want to focus on and that's one because the only reason why this is possible at all is because of God that's it people's lives are being impacted through this ministry because of God communities are being impacted throughout this ministry because of God. Families' lives are being changed because of God. People are coming to church because of God. People are giving their lives over to Christ because of God, because of what God is doing and how he is moving. God has been in this ministry since the beginning, and I am so excited to see what God is gonna do for the future, and I'm asking you to come alongside us and him To make this ministry as big as god wants it to be so would you please come alongside us pray for upward come be a part of upward see what upwards about come see my wife brandy come see me come see pastor willie we would love to talk to you more about it we appreciate it give it up one more time for all the volunteers for upward
1: Day, right I mean seriously this is amazing is it not like this is stuff worth celebrating this is amazing amazing things that you are a part of whether you're at upward or not you are here supporting through your ties through your encouragement through your prayers we're all in this thing together right do I need to sing that song to get you guys excited because I'm not doing that so These first eight baptisms are going to be in um, light of them joining the church. They have a relationship with God, but they've never followed in believers' uh, baptism through full immersion, and so we're just going to invite them to come do that, uh, and then we will continue with our baptism. So, Miss Denise McCurdy is the first one that gets to do this. She's super excited to be in front of everybody. (laughs) It's not cold. It is not cold, no. It should be nice and toasty. Uh, It's not as warm as I'd hoped. Yeah, it's a little chilly. Well, Denise, based on your profession of faith, on the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Ready? Woo! There you go. God bless you, girl. All right, Warren, you're up. This is Warren Sheridan. Same thing. He has been a believer for quite a while and never been baptized, fully immersed. And so we're going to do that today. Yeah, it's a little chillier than normal. I'm sorry. The heater was working earlier, but apparently it's not now, so there you go. We're gonna get the full Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. Warren, based on your profession of faith, on the Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I now um, baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, if you grab your nose for me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Takes your back you. away. God bless you, man. Thank you. Hey, absolutely, buddy. Proud of you. Miss Gina Maynard. Ready? I know it's a lot of people watching, but it's just you and me. Just you and me, right? And Jesus. And, Jesus. and cold water. And chilly water. <laughs> Let me tell you, this water will be a lot worse, trust me, because it's straight out of the well. So, Gina, based on your profession of faith, on the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <coughs> All right, Ryan. This is her husband, and this is one of our upward families as well, so this is a big deal for us. It's not too bad, right? Nah. He's <laughs> like, nah, piece of cake. Oh, now, it's cold. <laughs> now it's, cold.
2: it's
1: cold. So Ryan, based on your profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Not too bad, right? God bless you, man. Miss Rose, Miss Rose Price. Oh, she's getting a running start. (laughs) Miss Rose and I had a wonderful conversation a couple of weeks ago. She has a great testimony and a great story. Oh, who are you waving at? My friends. Oh, look at them. That's fine. There you go. Perfect. Hey, that's why they're here, right? That's why they're here. Awesome. So, Rose, based on your profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Miss Edeline? Isn't this fun? This is so good. This is so good. Love it. little tight quarters back here you ready Amen. yes ma'am this is Miss Edeline. You can have a seat right on that stool. Perfect, Miss Edeline. Based on your profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Ready? I got you. I got you. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> and then Miss Sydney. Everybody planning to come to the uh, Easter grab, Easter egg grab later, right? Got a big day planned. It's going to be a beautiful day. Hopefully, you guys are all coming out to celebrate that with us. Hi, Miss Cindy. How are you? You excited, nervous, scared, all the above? Anybody you want to turn and wave and look at? Yeah, you don't have to. I don't have to. Oh, you can turn and look at me then. I'm here for you. You want to have a seat right here on this step? Yeah, make it a little easier. So this is Sydney, and based on her profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ as her personal Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes, ma'am. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. <coughs> All right, Trevor, you ready? This is my buddy, Trevor. Trevor and I have been having lots of conversations over the past few years. Had the wonderful opportunity to pray with him to receive Christ. And he is now ready to follow in believers' baptism. Right? Yes. You want to wave at him so you can get your picture taken? <laughs> so, Trevor, based on your profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I am now baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Love you, man. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I did Oh, I did. <laughs> Susan, I am so sorry. I'm Oh, man, she's going to splash me now. I am so sorry. I got so excited about Trevor. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, absolutely, please. I'm not going to skip you anymore. This is Miss Susan. Miss Susan Capanna. My deepest apologies. Thank you for understanding. Are you ready? <gasps> Miss Susan, based on your profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 And then Miss Heather. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You know, I was really hesitant to tell you that we were changing the carpet because, you know, good churches are split over the color of the carpet. So just be happy with what it's going to be. Right? Are you excited about that? Okay, good. Just making sure. Just making sure. So Heather has been a part of our church for a very long time. She was baptized when she was a lot younger. She came to me the other day and said, Hey, can I be baptized again? And I'm like, well, let's talk about it. And she's like, when I did it before, it really wasn't my decision. She's like, I know that I'm a different person than what I was then, and I'm ready to be baptized now as my call. And so, Heather, based on your profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Thank you. No, it's not. It's not.
2: yeah no okay good that's probably a mistake but logan i'm gonna invite my buddy logan childs up first logan has been um coming to our youth group for, here for a little while he was impacted last summer um during our in-state event and then he took it a step further when he went to high point camp and um decided to give his life to jesus christ so logan based on your profession of faith as jesus christ is your lord and savior I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now I want to invite up Sarah. Sarah Ashley Dinsmore. She goes by Ashley. No, I'm just kidding. She goes by Sarah. I never knew she had a second name. Face that way. Sarah, of course, has been part of our youth group as well. Sarah has has had some ups and downs throughout life, but she is one of the most mature Christians I know, not most mature teenagers, but one of the most mature Christians I know, and I appreciate that in her testimony. But Sarah, based on your profession of faith, as Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right. All right, Pastor Tim's turn. Good job, buddy.
0: Hi, everybody. Are you guys having fun? Me too. All right, come on up. This is Greg Udy. So I have known Greg for a long time. I actually used to work for Greg Udi. and he was the best boss that I've ever had in my entire life. Like, way better than any boss I have now. Like, the best. (laughs) So Greg, if you haven't had a chance to talk to Greg, have a conversation with him. He's got a tremendous heart. One of the biggest hearts of people that I know. And he made the decision in his 20s to give his life over to Christ. But now he's part of this church, he feels different, he feels something moving, and he just, well, he's never been baptized in a believer's baptism, so he knows it's time right now. So Greg, because you're a profession of faith in your Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I'll now baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Put your hand over your nose. Yes, sir. All right Jasmine come on up. So this is a pretty cool story. Uh, The next three are all attached at the hip really. (laughs) This is Jasmine Davidson. Jasmine um, Madison and her cousin play volleyball my daughter Maddie and her cousin play volleyball together and we had an opportunity to meet Through volleyball and Jasmine just had a ton of questions and her and you'll find out her boyfriend and her cousin uh, came and just started asking questions and then they started coming to church and then they really found out what Jesus was about and they got so excited these guys are on fire for the Lord and it is so cool it is it is so cool and so touching to see somebody seek after the Lord with such excitement And desire. It gives me hope for what's going to happen in their lives. So, Jasmine, I am super proud of you and so excited. So, because of your profession of faith in Jesus Christ, (laughs) because of your profession of faith in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right, Alex, come on. Yes, sir. So this is Alex. So the joke is that Alex and I are like twins. Like we have so much in common, it's kind of it's kind of (laughs) scary. So don't hold that against him. He's actually a really good guy. (laughs) So Alex, the same as Jasmine. He just wants to know more. He's on fire for the Lord. He drives home from Townsend. He goes to school in Townsend, Townsend, the college. He drives home every Wednesday night for church, drives back for college, and then comes home every single weekend just because he wants more, and he wants more, and he wants more. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) I've really grown to love these guys because of their desire to seek out God. So Alex, because of your profession of faith in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Love you, <laughs> Adriana! Yay! <laughs> So Adriana is cousins with Jasmine. Now, what's cool about Adriana is she has a very, very close relationship with her cousin Jasmine. So after church one day, Jasmine and Alex came and Adri came into my office and asked a ton of questions. That day, Jasmine and Alex gave their lives over to Christ, but Adri wasn't ready yet. And I think that is so awesome. We should never profess our faith in Jesus Christ because somebody else is doing it. We should do it when God speaks to your heart and makes you realize that you're ready. So it wasn't too long after that, that Adri was sitting in my daughter Maddie's room. And with tears in her eyes, she gave her life over to Christ because she knew, she knew that she knew that she knew that she needed him. So Adri, because of your profession of faith in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I'll now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
1: And all guys, people said <laughs> How's that? That is what a celebration Sunday Should look like Here at Townsend Church People getting baptized Not just for the sake of getting baptized But because they truly believe That God lives in their heart and they want the entire world to know that they are following in obedience. People join in the church, not because it's the only church in town, but because it's a church that they feel safe in, that they feel welcomed in, and that they feel like they can serve in and that they are being fed the truth of the gospel of Christ. And then we've got parents who are saying, Hey, we need some help. Pray for us, come alongside us because we want our children to grow up knowing who Christ is. What a great day to celebrate. And then to highlight a ministry that our church has used, has leveraged for the cause of Christ. I mean, the numbers were astounding, were they not? And you can be a part of that. We want you to be a part of that. We've got football season getting ready to get cranked up not too long from now. Basketball will be right behind it. It's just opportunities for people to experience Christ. Opportunities for you to use the gifts that God's given you just to have a conversation with people. So I'm going to invite the praise team back up. They're going to close us out in a song. And when they're done, that's going to be the end of our service today. So you celebrate how you feel like you need to celebrate. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and give him thanks one last time. God, you are so good. We are so thankful for all that you have done and all that you continue to do. Thank you for giving us this day to celebrate you and all your accomplishments and all the things that you're doing and how you have blessed this place. Lord, we just want to make sure that we are always focused on you in everything that we do. We want people to come and see, but we want people to come and see you. We want them to come and to see just how amazing you are. So may we as the people, the congregation of Townsend Church, be living lives that exemplify who you are in us. That those that would come who are lost, who are hurting, who are sad, who are searching, they would find what they need. And when they see you and they find you, that they would go from this place, just as we're going to go from this place today and be amongst our community, help us to live in such a way that would point people to Christ. God, we are getting ready to go to the Coleman's for a great afternoon of just being in our community. Lord, I know many of us are scared to death to have a conversation about our church and about you. Give us the courage to get past that today. Lord, help us to engage someone that we may see that we know, maybe a coworker or a neighbor or a friend or just somebody that you prompt us to go and speak to. God, we don't have to have all the right answers. We don't have to give them the, the Romans road right now, but God, give us the courage just to invite them to church so that they may come and see so that they can go and live. We love you. We are so thankful for all that you have done, all that you have allowed this church to be. You have been so good to us. May we live lives that honor you. In Jesus' name, amen.